0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Find Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. Uh, it is uh, that special time of the month, and by that I mean it is another episode of Open Lines, where we, we take requests, we take messages from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you mention, wherever you you contact me and tell me about your fetish or kink or anything in general that you want to talk about. So today's episode, we are talking to Jake, who has an underwear fetish. Jake, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to talk to me. I appreciate it. thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. So uh, you reached out, I would say, about uh, six to eight months ago at this point.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Might have been weeks. Okay. I think it was this year. Sorry.
0: Really? Was it this year? I
1: don't know. Time goes by. Yeah.
0: I feel like, I feel like I've, I've had you, I've constantly had to refresh the messages just because I'm like, oh, I know he's in here somewhere and I do want to talk to him. And then finally I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it this week. Let's do it now. Cause I wanted you on this. Ah. I wanted you on this season. So you have the distinct pleasure of having an underwear fetish yes Okay. Well, what, is uh, that, what does that mean
1: so to me it's seeing a guy in his underwear is like is a turn on for me because it has a bit of mystery of like what's underneath the fabric mm-hmm. um, and then if it's tight and you know that you're expecting like a a good package to be underneath it's very hot um, and then there's also like you can tell a lot of uh, you can tell a lot about the guy depending on the type of underwear that he wears. Hmm. Get me? I hope I'm being correct in this, but I feel like if a guy is like super confident, he's not just wearing like Fruit of the Looms or like Hanes or like the Walmart brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wearing something that like he's taken time to pick out.
0: Oh. Okay. Interesting. So, so if that makes sense. Yeah. Effort <laughs> I hope has you're been, not
1: sitting in front of the looming right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't wear underwear. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I find it constricting. However, I do have underwear that I do enjoy wearing. Um, but I usually predominantly in the summer, I am I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going commando at, at almost every chance that I get. Uh, but in the winter I do wear underwear or, you know, Kind of like you, where I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say I have an underwear fetish, but I do enjoy wearing underwear for special occasions and stuff. You know, yeah. like to feel sexy, yeah. to feel good.
1: Definitely,
0: uh, yeah. But um, your your fascination with it is not yeah. only to feel sexy. I mean, it is because you like guys who are confident enough to pick out their underwear, and but you do find you do find some guys that can wear fruit of the loom that still that are still sexy, right?
1: Yes, if they wear it well and they fill it out well, I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: but it's got to be like, it can't be like, I've been wearing these for four years and they have holes everywhere. And,
0: you you want a fresh pair?
1: Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I guess a fresh pair or like a pair that doesn't look like it's been through a shredder.
0: Okay. All right. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I would hope people would learn to let go of their, their underwear after a certain yeah. amount of
1: Although <laughs> certain, I don't time. hold, I don't uh, let go of any of mine. I think I'm. Over four hundred.
0: So you have over pairs. F- okay over four hundred pairs of underwear. Yes. So so you not only appreciate men wearing underwear, uh, really nice underwear, or underwear that makes them look really sexy, but you also like wearing underwear. Yes, I'm uh,
1: definitely not a commando person.
0: You're not a commando person. <laughs> However, no. However, but but all your underwear don't look the same, right? You don't have 400 pairs of the same underwear.
1: Oh, no. I have, like, starting with, like, the basic briefs to boxer briefs to thongs to jock straps to, like, jock-thong combinations to the jock brief to just the cup. Uh, Ozzy Bum did a, a cut that was, like, just the cup, mm-hmm. which I find quite difficult to wear because... It's not as, it doesn't hold everything, if that makes any sense. Okay. But I do enjoy wearing them and like certain pairs bring me certain, like make me feel confident or, um, like you said, there's certain pairs that you wear that you wear to feel sexy and to impress people.
0: Yeah. Well, more so to, you know, when you're hanging out, you're chilling with your, when I told my boyfriend, I'm like, Oh, look at this. I just bought a pair of underwear. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay because i have the regular ones the ones that i wear like i said in the winter i do enjoy uh wearing underwear i enjoy wearing as much as much as i can in the winter especially if it's cold and underwear is definitely a necessity but i do reserve a certain kind of underwear just to just to have and yeah just to fuck around in you know a couple, yeah, couple jocks, definitely. couple of, so you said the cup doesn't really hold everything in. I'm, I'm assuming you are, you are doing well in that area as well.
1: I've been told I'm doing well. I know, <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't be doing porn, but I feel like I wouldn't be turned away.
0: You, oh, you wouldn't be. T- okay. So basically you're saying yeah. you are, you have a porn star, Dick.
1: Uh, I let's not go that far, but <laughs> I have enough. I have enough that people would tune in for.
0: Just okay, just enough to win. Okay, I guess. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Well, that's that's always good. Um, now, now, when you started collecting your underwear, well, let's go. Let's go deeper than that. Let's go into when, when you realized that you started, when you liked underwear, when you started to understand, oh wow, like I really like this. I really like that. I like guys wearing this. When did that start?
1: Uh, so do you remember the Sears catalogs, like the the wish book? Yes. So that would get delivered every year at Christmas time. And the underwear section had like half a page of guys. Mm-hmm. So I quickly realized that Sears had a website. I think I was like maybe 12 at this point, maybe 13. Mm-hmm. So I started, like I found the website and I just started like shuffling through images of uh male underwear, not realizing that I could find porn on the internet because the internet, I think when I was 13, it was like 2005. Okay. So I feel like the internet was like, in my head was like just for services and just for like email, there was no like, there might be porn here.
0: Oh, you sweet, uh, you sweet, innocent boy.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so those JPEGs became like, I don't want to say Porn for me at that age, but like I knew that things were clicking, that I was interested in what was on display in the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that and like I always knew, like, bulges always intrigued me because I always wanted to see what was underneath and like how well someone filled out their pants and then how well they filled out their underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also grew up in, like, a household. My dad was in the military, so we spent time in Europe. So I grew up in, like, a household that was very influenced by European culture. So, like, I'm not saying we're all walking around naked, but, like, we're all raised to have confidence in our bodies. Okay. No matter what they look like. So it was very, like, there'd be times, like, we grew up without air conditioning, so there'd be times where we were all just, like, watching TV in our underwear. So it was, it was like a natural thing for me to just hang out in my underwear.
0: So you're you're comfortable and confident with just being in a pair of underwear in the summer? Yeah. Okay. Did you spend, you said you spent a lot of time in Europe or uh, just a good amount of time?
1: Uh, so we, I was like super young at that age. So just like, I think the culture just, there were certain aspects that my parents were like, we should just raise our children with like confidence. Okay. And then uh, when I went to, when I was in grade 12, I did a exchange program in Berlin, mm-hmm. and that was, that just awakened me of, a, like, the culture over there is just so body positive and sex positive. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, there's times where, like, I'd be like, I'm going to go hang out with all the Canadians, and I would just go to the gay district and walk around. Mm-hmm. And got into a lot of stores that I probably shouldn't have been in <laughs> as someone who didn't speak the language. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but I was 18 at the time so everything was like pretty legal and legit so uh, um but there are certain pairs that I still have that I bought in Berlin
0: How how strong would you say Okay so owning your own underwear owning 400 uh 400 plus underwear How do you go about picking them out do you do you set yourself to say All right well I you know anywhere I go if I see them if I see hot underwear I'm going to buy them
1: Yes, but now that I have like 400 of them, I need to like, like a, a black thong is a black thong. Like I have, I think over 10 of them. So it's like, I don't need a black one. So I look for something different okay. or it's like a different cut or it has like the anatomical ball uh, package in the front pouch oh, like in the pouch. front. Sorry, not package. Yeah. Um, or like the cut on the back is different. Um, and then sometimes I just buy them online and they're like complete flops, but I don't want to throw them out, so I keep them.
0: Oh, you know, there's a lot of people out there at the Salvation Army or maybe somewhere that can absolutely use those underwear if you're not going
1: <laughs> to I have them. purchased a few from uh, secondhand stores as well.
0: Really? Is that something? Do, do you. Is there anything sexual to wearing someone else's secondhand underwear?
1: Oh, yeah, there's something ridiculously sexual about wearing someone else's underwear. Oh. Not just their underwear, but, like, even, like, their their clothes or, like, a, do you know what uh, silkies are? Silkies sounds weird. So, uh, they're also called, like, ranger panties. They're, like, the silk shorts that people run in or military guys yeah, wear. Yeah,
0: I'm actually wearing them right now.
1: Oh, awesome. <laughs>
0: Um I'm, I'm gonna go for a run after this, so I am wearing oh, awesome. I ironically, they're called they're from Rogue Fitness. Okay. And they're called uh, Ranger panties. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. So it sounds weird to call them panties, but
0: Yeah, it does because they're amazing, they're very comfortable, and um nothing gets in the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they're ridiculously comfortable. So I've I have purchased a couple pairs and may have taken a pair from a gym bench at one point the
0: uh, locker room oh i see okay well this is getting more interesting by the minute i i kind of i want to hear more about a couple of things um first i want to talk about uh okay so growing up high school well more so high school because i feel like we form um relatively more in high school than anything being around friends were you ever around friends in your underwear i guess in like the locker rooms and stuff and how was that for you
1: uh, I was like, I was bullied hard in elementary school, so I stopped taking gym as fast as I could in high school. Okay. <laughs> Which sounds like I had like a pretty athletic out of school life, but mm-hmm. uh, in school, I was like, I don't. I also didn't want to risk. Uh, I didn't have the best control over certain parts of my body at okay. that point. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to risk like popping a boner in the locker room, so I was like, I think I'm just going to take a gym in grade nine and then stop. But it was quite interesting to see what my classmates were wearing Mm -hmm. at the time. But I guess that would be the extent of being around my friends in my underwear.
0: Are you... uh, Do you identify as gay by...
1: Uh, 100% gay.
0: Okay. 100% gay. (laughs) Yes. Um, What was... You said you were bullied in high school
1: uh, yeah and elementary school And elementary school
0: um, yeah. at what point did you come out of the closet
1: uh, senior senior uh, my prom okay I brought uh, a guy I was seeing and half of them were too drunk to care and the other half uh, didn't really care so I was like why was I so afraid the entire time
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's bold that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, I live in a very small town, so it was, and I think we have a lot of churches per capita. Mm -hmm. So you're either like a, you go to church or you're a redneck and you go hunting Sunday mornings. (laughs) So I was just like, I'm just going to survive until college.
0: (laughs) You didn't fit into either one. No, no. And what was, uh, what was college? What was your college experience life? Uh, like that you, I'm assuming you left your small town.
1: Yes. And went to the nearest big city. Okay. Uh, and experienced a lot of things. And going from like a small town to a big city, you have so much, like, I think that's where my collection really started to take off because we didn't just have Walmart, In the big city we had like the bigger department stores that actually carried mail thongs and jock straps and the brands that nobody's ever heard of where Mm -hmm. i'm from and so i think like my first two years of college most of that college money that i got from the government was spent on underwear
0: (laughs) (laughs) underwear and books right
1: yeah underwear and books of course
0: (laughs) uh what about? Uh, so you're saying you went to these stores. Did you, was online something that you did or did you prefer doing it in person?
1: I preferred doing it in person. Uh, and then mainly because I didn't have like an established credit card yet. So mm-hmm. I couldn't really order things online. And it was before you could do the Visa debit card where you could just pay with your debit card online. Mm-hmm. So I would have ended up having to like ask a brother or a friend to put it on their visa, and that would just be weird.
0: Speaking of uh, siblings and friends, do do yes. they do they know? How many people know about your underwear fetish?
1: Uh, I have a couple friends. My siblings don't know, mm-hmm. um, and my partner right now knows. Okay. Which is, it's kind of hard to hide from the person you're dressing up for.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he knows and he, he gets it and he's into it.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's always. he's cute. not. He's not uh, into it as much as I am, but he enjoys the benefits of having
0: access to such a big collection. Okay. And so I assume you guys are similar in size. Yes. Okay. Well, that always works. Yeah. That always works
1: that's one of the way. benefits of being gay i okay. guess
0: yeah no i share my uh my partner's um well he's a medium I'm a large but I share his we have the same size sneakers and and shoes so okay. that that works that's awesome, although uh he has a sneaker fetish so we're we're going through a lot of space trying stuff. Yeah, I, I'm assuming you heard that episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of sneakers. Uh, because I, I also kind of, and, and I'm going to ask about your partner as well, um, when in a relationship with somebody who has a certain taste for something, uh, because I want to be a good boyfriend, because I want to make sure that we have a very healthy sexual, healthy sex and health and being sex positive and stuff, I kind of want to make sure that I get into it too and i participate so i buy sneakers that i know will look really hot uh for that but but in turn i am uh you know underwear is a little easier to to put away uh, having a whole bunch of sneakers is not so i'm kind of yes. enabling this situation but i enjoy it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but how so your your partner does does he buy underwear for him to wear for you
1: he has and he's okay. also bought underwear for me to wear for him oh okay um, so I've i just got out of a 14 year long relationship with someone wow. okay. and we were married had the house and the whole world and that all came crashing down Jeez. uh okay. and he was he was not into it <laughs> oh and wow. uh and it was like very uh like, it would chip away at someone's ego. If, like, if you, uh, like, if your boyfriend were to, like, sprawl out on the bed in his sneakers and you were just to walk past the room, you should compliment hit them. Even if you're not in the mood, you should just say, like, my sneakers and, like, you look really hot today. I would get, like, oh, when did you buy those? Or when did you spend money on that? Mm. Or... I never liked the compliment so it's been like a complete 180 with uh my new partner
0: so married for 14 years married uh had a house all of it but you knew how how soon into the relationship did you know that he was probably not into underwear as much as you were
1: probably say like a year or so
0: okay and you didn't think that would be a problem
1: no because like he he was fine to play along with it Mm -hmm. but i think it just once it reached over 300 he was just like this is getting to be too much
0: yeah and and the funny but the funny thing is is you don't like i said before with the sneakers you really can't hide when it when something's bulk you know i feel like underwear is not that bulky and you can put in drawers and you can put in yeah yeah so wow like i
1: have one dresser that fits everything yeah it's a big dresser but i have one
0: (laughs) yeah and it's your thing you know um yeah that's that's crazy that's um i'm assuming now um with your new partner you understand how uh and i don't say this uh by any means in, in um negative way or anything but you understand the importance of having to have somebody who's very interested not even very interested but just has some kind of interest in in what you like
1: yes like the i think we were like two months in and we went shopping together and we like planned the trip so we could hit like the best underwear store in the city and we didn't just like skim it like we stayed there for like i think 40 minutes Mm -hmm. going through and picking out stuff for each other. How does that make you? So safe? that's very different. Yeah. You no, know, it was like, I think we were both uh, to push limits. I think we were both semi throughout the entire time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's absolutely <laughs> awesome. Um, your 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 past relationship. How is that? Has that mended well, or is it? Uh, was it? Yeah, we
1: well? both cheer each other. We both cheer each other on from afar. Okay. We're that's not, good. like, having lunches together, but we're cheering each other on from
0: afar. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's always good. Wow, that's a lot. I'm sorry, I didn't realize <laughs> that 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 was uh, going on, but I, I absolutely understand it. telling somebody, telling people that you have an underwear fetish, right? Does that, is that... Some people that have fetishes and I'm going to relate it back but some people that have fetishes always say that telling people that you have a fetish is almost like coming out of the closet again do you find that with liking underwear as much as you do
1: i wouldn't say so but i would also say that like there's part certain aspects that like I'm always cautious if I like if I'm going to wear a thong or a jock to work, I don't want to like bend over and it be completely exposed because I, I don't think society's as much as I would like society to be as forward as possible. I don't think like I think I'd still get some looks mm-hmm. if here I am like uh, working and I bend over and like I'm wearing a hot pink thong or something. I feel like my staff, like my, not my staff members, but my coworkers would be a little like, what's going on here? Yeah,
0: there's a party going on. <laughs> and it's, yeah. It's in his pants. Uh, when you say, yeah. hot, when you say hot pig thong, it's still men's underwear, right?
1: Yes. Okay. So that's like one, like there's, I feel like within the underwear fetish community or kink community, there's like, there's different sections. Does mm-hmm. that makes any sense? Like there's some, People who are into wearing uh, women's underwear, Mm -hmm. which has never been for me, but the like, all respect to them. I'm not like, I'm not here to shame Mm -hmm. that. Uh, But I do enjoy wearing cuts that throughout time traditionally could be seen as a woman's cut, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, okay. I understand.
1: But I also feel like in the 80s, male thongs were more of a. Skimpy, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, uh, not you, but like society had like the bikini cuts that nobody has anymore that were like basically just strings and the pouch and the back were there.
0: Now, you've, I assume you've reached out or have been a part of some kind of underwear community
1: i do follow a lot of people on instagram and twitter mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not so much a. Like I don't belong to a i wish so, we had a club i'm so sure there's a club
0: yeah no there's definitely <laughs> forums and stuff i was going to say if you are active or not or are you a do you participate by just viewing or are you actively part participating in in uh in underwear communities
1: I feel like it's a personal goal for me to do now that I'm out of the last relationship because Mm -hmm. the last relationship was slightly controlling and I don't think I would have been given the chance to join a community or take part or be active in a community like you've suggested. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense.
0: Well, how much, how much of your time do you think you spend thinking about
1: underwear? I feel like I probably think about it two dozen times a day. I wouldn't say like I'm spending hours a day, but like I'm, I belong to a couple email lists for like, uh, the underwear Expert, uh, underwear news briefs, uh, nasty pig, which is the, a clothing brand, Mm -hmm. uh, Fort trough, a bunch of like those companies so i'm i'm always checking the emails and then i'm always clicking the links so i feel like i probably spend at least two hours a day okay
0: and some of those underwear you mentioned are much more risque than i thought
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's talk about those uh, okay so we have uh we have okay we have briefs we have boxer briefs we have boxers those are oh, and the the jock, of course. And, yes. And the thumb. Yes. What 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 else is in your collection? Uh, especially uh, now, knowing that Nasty Pig and uh, what was it, Fortrow are are yes. on your list.
1: Uh, so I have, uh, I think, like the most wild pairs, I have like a jock that doesn't have a pouch and it just has like a. A ring cut out of it okay so you're really like you're basically going commando but you are like your ass is being held by jock straps and i think that's screw crew which is a european brand okay um and then i have i have a couple harness not harnesses um singlets that i wear as well from nasty pig those ones are kind of hard to, like they're a full commit if you want to wear that out in public, because if you're getting, like, if you have to go to the washroom, like, you're basically getting completely naked to, because they're, like, over their shoulder and everything.
0: They're, like, um what what wrestlers would wear? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh But sometimes those are hot to wear, and, like, you and your partner know that you're wearing it, okay. but the rest of the world doesn't. Or you, like, surprise them at, like, you're at a, not a family dinner, but, like, a friend's place for dinner, and, like, you flash them the the top part of the singlet and he
0: knows and they realize, yeah. Wow. Okay. See stuff like that. I want to know stuff like that. I want you now, you know, my, the vaguest questions that I can ask or the most basic questions I feel like are, are good and gone. Like we've, we've tackled those. And now little by little, um, I want to know a little more about stuff that I would not know regarding like, like what you just said, for instance, like you just said something about, your partner not knowing uh, that you're wearing them.
1: Yes. So, Or yeah. like another example would be like we go to the we go to Planet Fitness all the time. Mm-hmm. So he'll be like we work. I think it's called like you work in with someone. So you're like you're switching on and off the machine. So when he's uh, doing his lifts, I'll like flash him the band of my jockstrap. So he knows that I'm wearing that <laughs> instead of like wearing boxer briefs like everybody else does at the gym. Huh, okay. So and then I usually do. get, like, a cute eye roll or, like, a lick of the lips or a funny comment afterwards.
0: So you, you guys are giving each other cues and clues.
1: <clears throat> yes.
0: Do you... is Now, with the underwear fetish and knowing that both of you are the only people that know that, Um, does that lead into anything else, like, public public play or you know just other stuff?
1: I feel like there's, there's a hint of exhibitionists that come exhibitionism. Is that a word? Exhibitionism. That yeah. Comes, yeah. That comes with like having an underwear fetish because you're walking or like I could be walking downtown in like a, a lime green thong or a lime green jock strap that matches the harness that I have underneath my sweater, but the world doesn't know that I'm doing it, but it still feels like I'm in front of the world wearing something that is completely like really sexy to me mm-hmm. and sexy to I assume society, I hope to society. Mm-hmm. As for public play, like they're I've never experienced it, but I have thought about Experiencing it, mm-hmm. uh, and that thought turns me on. So, uh, I think the like the excitement of like being out in public and someone may be seeing, or
0: you're the only one that knows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's hot. <laughs> Not yet when I, when I think about it, I know what you're saying. Huh. What about parties? You go. Do you find yourself? Have you gone to like underwear parties? And when you do, what are they wish. like? Oh, you have not gone yet.
1: No, like my uh, my small town is like you're either wearing camo boxers from Walmart or you're in tidy whiteies and going to church. Like it's. <laughs> uh,
0: but, but but in traveling, like you know, when you go uh, to to the big city, very close to where you went to college, let's say would that be
1: a thing that I would want to do? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. I can only imagine what that experience would be like.
1: Like seeing the, the ads on Instagram for like the jockstrap parties oh. or the, like the leather parties and stuff like that. I would like, if I lived in those cities, I'd be at those parties all the time. Leather as well. Yes. But more in the, like the, like super masculine leather, if that makes sense. Like, I I feel like leather to me is not like a, it's not connected to the, I don't know how to properly identify the community, but like the, the pain community. leather not
0: BDSM.
1: Yes. Okay. It's, it's more connected to like the, this guy is like so masculine and so like I'm into like the leather daddy, not the, the Dom leather. Okay. And that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down here. What is it like watching? Cause, cause everyone wears underwear and a lot of times you are fortunate. You have one of those fetishes where you're fortunate enough to see a lot of it everywhere. Yes. Right. To mainstream television, uh, movies. What's that
1: like? Yeah, so so like when I see someone in person in the gym, and then I I, I don't follow them to the change room, but like if it happens that we're both getting out of the gym at the same time, sometimes I like to like guess what they're wearing underneath. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'm wrong, which is sad, <laughs> but it's still nice to picture. Um, and then movies and television, like I feel like most people. Uh, like the the Calvin Klein where they get the celebrities to do the Calvin Klein or the Lacoste branded ads. Mm -hmm. I'm always like super disappointed by them because it's just not... Like the Marky Mark one from From the the early 90s, 90s, that one was really hot. And then when Nick Jonas redid it, that was also very hot. Because I feel like those were like overtly masculine and sexualized Mm -hmm. instead of like, I'm just going to lay on the bed.
0: I see, I see. So,
1: or like stand in a hallway.
0: So so Justin Bieber did nothing for you? Oh, no. <laughs> you, you <laughs> like, you nothing like, at all. Marky Mark. Uh, did Sean, I think Sean Mendez did one.
1: Yes, I think so too. Yeah,
0: okay. Like, go ahead. I was going to say, what kind of guys do you like seeing in underwear? Other than, you know, I know that you like them to fill everything out, but what kind of guys do you yes. like seeing in these underwear?
1: Hard to describe. I would say like... Uh, Alex Tika is really hot. Okay. Did you direct the the birthday gangbang? Um, was that you? No. The, with Alex Mason. Because that was a raw fuck club.
0: I don't think so. I think that was uh, was that a couple years back?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think that, well, I yeah. think
0: that may have been Nick Moretti.
1: Okay, I was going to say all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So All like, right. uh, like, I'm not going to say buff guys, but like guys that have some sort of muscle. Okay. Some muscle, uh, some
0: hair, some.
1: A lot of hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: All right. Yeah. Some city miles, because uh, some of the guys are like in their late 30s, early 40s.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm like a 40 and up kind of guy.
0: Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. How old are the, you? like, there's. I'm. 32
0: okay
1: and the guy that i'm seeing currently is about to turn
0: 50 so you're 32 he just turned 50 that's a good age difference um how would what would you call your relationship if you had to i'm not saying you have to but if if somebody were to ask oh wow like where does that fall on the spectrum of gay
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's definitely a, a daddy aspect to it okay but I've always, like, felt uncomfortable about that. Because, yeah. Well, not yeah. not overly uncomfortable, but uncomfortable because there's, like, the, the stigma of, like, daddy and son. And that, like, to me, in my head, it's, like, never...
0: Yeah, that's not what you're in it for.
1: No, I, like, I'm in it to be with someone who's older than me. I'm not in it to watch someone older go after someone who's super young. Mm-hmm. Like, that's never been... a a thing for me, but growing up, I would constantly search older, search out older gay guys online.
0: Okay. Hot. Those are the guys you want to see in underwear. That's hot. Yes. And when you were younger, um, were those guys also older when you were looking at those magazines?
1: I feel like the age hasn't changed since I was, uh, younger. Like, it's always okay. been, like, even at, like, 17, I was like, give me someone who's, like, 45 to 59.
0: Okay. Was that...
1: No. Although I shouldn't say 59, because, like, 60-year-olds are pretty hot, too.
0: Yeah, no, I... The, 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 you know, honestly, the older I get to, the more you start to think about... Uh, I remember being in my 20s and being like, oh, yuck, I can't be with somebody who's 60 or 70. Which, you know, kind of makes sense. I think it's... I think there's definitely something to be said about how much you can have a conversation with somebody at that big of an age gap. However, as you get older, you know, I start to think as a 42 year old, if I'm talking to a 20 year old or uh, there's, I have a lot more in common with a 60 year old than I do with a 20 year old. Uh, Yes, you're right. A lot of times. So um, I I get what you're saying.
1: I've also been told, told I'm like an old soul. So I, Like if you look in my CD player in my car, it's got Prince's greatest hits in it. Like it's not, it's not today's. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a Nicki Minaj fan, but like Prince does it way better.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said about that generation of music and, and celebrity
1: for sure. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course you're more than welcome to. So when models come on set, Do you, like, do you have to, how do I say this? How do you decide what underwear the models wear if they are wearing it?
0: They, you know, models usually come with their underwear. Sometimes they come with, yeah, they're wearing their underwear, or sometimes they come with a choice or a variety of underwear, and they say, what kind of underwear should I wear? And I am absolutely guilty of saying, and eh, you don't have to go you don't have to wear underwear you're not going to be in clothes that long anyway depending on the situation though and as i've gotten older or as i've gotten uh, more seasoned in shooting porn i i basically just tell them to wear what they feel sexy in and when they come wearing that that's amazing and then you know you you know if, if they're wearing it that's how they feel good and i think that yeah. that resonates in scenes uh, with treasure Island, I think the sooner they get out of clothes, uh, the better, because that's just how they are. They, they want sex almost immediately. They, they're almost like, fuck the kissing, fuck the blowjobs. Let's just get right into the sex. Uh, and I get, yeah. you know, that's the brand. Um, and also, um, branding is a big thing too. If they're wearing something that says Fort trough or nasty pig on it, chances are I'm going to have to ask them to take it off because, uh, because of branding, uh, yeah sponsorship and stuff like we're not getting sponsored to to show off their stuff so um yeah. my boss will tell me and eh, next time make sure they don't wear that kind of underwear so yeah, yeah so so for a, a majority of the times that I'm shooting yes the models will bring their own underwear it, it's very rare like if i have something thought out and unfortunately i have not been in that situation where i've been able to think ahead far enough for me to say oh you're going to wear this you're going to wear that Like i haven't done a production like that in a minute so when those happen i am more involved in what the models are wearing
1: okay i always wondered how that happened
0: yeah yeah well i mean it might be different for other people it might be different for other studios i think but but for the studios that i've worked with i think we're just wow even in the 2010s just working through and getting to i'm just happy that the model showed up and that they're hard That's, that's my biggest thing is I want to make sure that the scene goes well and you know, everybody's there and everyone's going to be, they're going to do their performance. They're going to get paid and they go home (laughs) and you get a good scene. But, uh, but yeah, no, as, as, as I continue to do it, um, and now more so the more I find out that people are into certain things, the more I kind of try to introduce them or, or include them in the scene. Yeah. it's, It's all about inclusion at this point.
1: There. yeah because uh, like the the videos I love watching like the bottoms in a jock for like almost the entire time and then like maybe the last like three or three to ten minutes like it's off and okay. it's because the top is like pretty much done and the bottoms about to take over the scene
0: okay you know I'll tell you this if that makes sense. no yeah I'll tell you from 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 my experience I enjoy when the bottom is wearing a, uh, a jock. The one part for technical reasons sometimes the jock gets in the way of penetration and whenever that it comes, makes sense. yeah, whenever it comes off it's because I'm not getting a full on penetration shot. And you know, that's that's amazing for sex but not for porn. <laughs> Especially yeah. if, if that's what you're trying to sell, it's not going to be amazing for that. So yeah. Yeah. No, I I am with you there, and if I can find a better way to angle it, that you, you none of the penetration is is missed by having the thong, they can wear it the whole time. I've had models that that absolutely know what they're doing, and they'll move it to the side and stuff. But again, you know when well, I think in the beginning, if you watch some of the stuff that I did, some of the shots definitely get obstructed by underwear. To, yeah. to the point where later on you'll see that I'm kind of like okay take that shit off now because I need this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but Great but fun. yeah, for the for the for the most part I do enjoy when they start wearing uh, when they start off wearing jock straps.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, jo- jock straps and socks apparently that's a big thing now. And and sometimes they color see, I'm not a big they, socks they, person. they color combinate, or they they combi- they combine them with colors and stuff. So you're not a big sock yeah. person, okay.
1: No. Well, I sorry. mean,
0: I mean, you. Well, don't be sorry. You have your, you have your thing. Everyone's got their something, and your something is underwear. With underwear, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to see yourself? Will you, will you actively participate in a community? Are you going to go to one of these parties? What's the next step for you? In, excuse me. What's the next step for you in kind of realizing a little more of of what you like? What you? I mean, the first step I would say is. The biggest one which is hey this is what i like and this is what i'm going to do and, and that's just it but where do you go from here
1: i feel like a good goal is to go to one of the parties and experience them because um, i'm not that far away from the big cities um but i i feel like my collection has reached a point where like it would take me like i've recently started getting into like vintage stuff mm-hmm not so much like used and abused stuff, but like things that other people have owned or are from like an earlier date, just because I feel like those are really You're talking like, interesting like, to have.
0: Like, like it, vintage underwear? Like,
1: yeah. Not like Victorian era, but like eighties, <laughs> <80s laughs> early nineties stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, not those beef- just because that era the
0: beefcake underwear from the Pardon? 50s
1: no not those. not that far away okay. um, no um and to me like we we did discuss like having someone else's underwear and it's it's got like a weird uh energy to me if that makes any sense to be wearing someone else's absolutely underwear like it to me, like 100% clean, like I don't want to slip into someone's dirty underwear, but I no issue to someone who wants to do that. But to me, it's like, it's like I'm wearing someone else's like big dick energy, if that makes
0: sense. No, absolutely. I absolutely know. What about this? What about not necessarily dirty, but like, let's say you see somebody at the gym and it's late. It's just you and him, maybe a couple of other people, but what are the chances of them walking in? And this guy yeah. is about to take a shower, but he leaves his locker open, his locker door open, and he leaves his underwear in there. And you kind of, you can tell that you're the same frame or the same build. And you hear him go into the shower. You know he's not going to be out of the shower for about a good five to ten minutes. What, what would stop you from venturing over to his locker, taking off your underwear and putting his on? Nothing. So that's something that you would, you would absolutely do.
1: Yes. That's something I have done.
0: Okay. Oh, you have done. All right. (laughs) Yes. What about, okay. So, so the underwear fetish is, is it only wearing it or let's say in that situation too, this guy's really hot and you like the fact that you can wear his underwear. Do you also like the way they smell? Like will you smell the front of his underwear?
1: I feel like the, like it's to me, there's a fifty fifty chance of like it either smelling really good, like it's got like the like a good musk smell to it uh-huh. or it's got like a like a ripe smell that nobody wants to smell.
0: okay because th- I
1: feel like everybody's everybody's like sweat smells different, mm-hmm. and there's like I feel like everybody's attracted to a certain type of sweat smell, okay. I think Uh, like sometimes people sweat and they smell like last week's bologna sandwich for lunch. (laughs) Crotch rot. Uh, But then sometimes people smell and like they have like the perfect scent and it's like pheromones. Yeah. It's better than poppers.
0: Okay. So you have in, in your, when you're, when you're having sex or before you're having sex, is part of the foreplay wearing the underwear and then eventually taking it off?
1: Yes, okay and do I you... pause for a second because most of the time I'm I'm the bottom in the situation because that's who I am. okay. Uh, I usually keep a jock strap on the entire time.
0: But when you're taking your your partner's underwear off, you are yes. are you are you in are you, you is your face in his crotch? are you smelling that underwear before you take it off? Yes, okay. All right, so this is. Not Am I something. using my teeth? Yes. Okay, so you're using your teeth to rip it off. Yeah. Okay. All right, so. Sorry.
1: And like, if we're if we're in the dark, and I'm feeling what like what he has on, I'm in my head. I'm trying to guess which pair and which color and which brand he has on.
0: How do you do that? Do you close your eyes and just imagine it?
1: Yeah, like if we're in the dark, I can't see it. Okay. Uh, I've also like hugged him in public and like ran my finger along the inside of his belt loop, I guess, like mm-hmm. the waist of his pants, mm-hmm. and tried to figure it out just by touching the waistband. Huh. Okay. And it's just like it's a fun game to be like, it's it's between yeah. these three pairs, and then, and then you slowly narrow it down.
0: Okay, so you and then yeah, sometimes you, you give have me fun hints with it. Of what fun it, with is. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow, there's you know, this is I just did an episode uh not too long ago about uh it's not up yet, but it's about nipples and okay. nipple play. And as I said to him, I'm saying to you, this is an opener. I'm I'm very aware of underwear fetishes, I am. However, having a conversation about it is not something that I have had uh over the podcast first and foremost but also uh for about 15 minutes with somebody who is into underwear so it's very enlightening yeah. and it's very helpful and it also won't be the last time is there anything it's good anything that you would like to add that people don't know about somebody who would have an underwear fetish uh For those people who think you're, you know, underwear fetish people are going to go sorting through their underwear while they're not paying
1: attention. (laughs) Because there are people that will think that, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I feel like the, like, that whole situation that you played out for me was, like, it's, it's like the ideal situation, but at the same time, you got to have, like, the right amount of courage and the right amount of of everything to do that. Mm -hmm. Um like it doesn't happen that often. I think I only have like three or four pairs that have belonged to complete strangers like that.
0: So you've walked away with somebody's underwear.
1: Oh yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Special underwear Uh, or just um, like you know that they're uh they're replaceable.
1: Oh I would never take like if I if I knew that these this pair was like worth a lot of money and like, it was not oftenly found in Canada or, like, like, there's certain pairs that, like, I know the brand and I know that, like, they're $50 a pair and I would never steal that for, from someone because okay. that's, like, yeah, that's a lot of money to just walk out the door.
0: Yeah, that's, uh.
1: But, like, if they're, like, the Silkies that I have taken, I, or, like, they're a dime a dozen.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Sorry, but yeah, um, j- just in in, in continuation, um, something that you would like to let people know about people in the underwear fetish community, people who love underwear, people who appreciate underwear.
1: I'd say give them a chance. Like if you're in a relationship with someone and you just are finding out that they have an underwear fetish, like it's not it's not the worst thing to look at someone in a sexy pair of underwear and enjoy it if yeah. that makes any sense absolutely
0: absolutely and i appreciate you saying that uh because of your your experience and i absolutely appreciate that
1: well i've like i've heard of other experiences where it's like it's ended relationships right off the bat for underwear and, like it's yeah because they they just don't understand why someone would like why a guy would want to walk, walk around in a thong or a truck strap. And to me, it's like, well, you're wearing like it's not a. I don't think it's like a do or die thing to live with someone who likes to wear thongs to a nine to five job.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there are worse things. And you're yeah. going, and you're going to work. You're bringing home the bacon too. I mean, come on, <laughs> you can't you can't yeah. fault somebody for wanting to be happy at a job, you know. And if if wearing a thong makes you happy. And there you go yeah Oof. I, I have to okay so first and foremost thank you very much for uh, giving giving us giving these listeners giving me an hour of your time I know that uh, you just got off of work you're, you're you're probably tired but you're not tired about talking about underwear <laughs> you're not tired of, of talking about underwear so I appreciate that um, Jake uh, once again um, thank you so much uh, I hope that this reaches other people who are into underwear fetishes. And if it does, would you be, would you be willing to talk to people if they have questions? Because a lot of times when I do these episodes, I do get questions and, you know, they might want to toss stuff back and forth. Are you comfortable with that or no? Sure. It's, you know, and, and I could, I could always act as the, the intermediate but but sometimes i well, do like
1: I, mm-hmm. definitely okay i mean if you're just trying to give out an email then sure why not
0: yeah well i mean like to
1: people who contact here
0: yeah and of course before that uh, i would i would tell you hey look this person's a part of this community for instance and they're willing to invite you they'd love to have you on or something like that um i'll i'll reach out to you if and when that does happen But but again, uh, Jake, thank you so much. I just really quickly before uh, I let everybody go, I want to let you know that this is demystifying gay porn. You've listened to another episode of Open Lines. This is the Underwear Fetish episode. You can find demystifying gay porn on every single podcast directory. We're also on YouTube and all over social media on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the gram. So uh wherever you do find us please help by clicking the like and subscribe button and comment. You can always reach me via questions on uh email or any of these uh locations that I've just mentioned. So uh once again my name is Ike Grande and if you watch Cape Horn I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers.